Okay. So I was just debriefing last podcast about this whole idea of um, what is my priorities? What what deserves my the most of my energy and time? And what what can I do about how I organize my life so that I'm giving the most amount of time and energy and commitment to the things that matter the most for me to um, pay attention to, right? Because I'm the only one that can pay attention to that thing. And so as I was pondering that, it became pretty clear to me. I was like, oh, well, well, if I were to be honest, you know, it would be pretty clear. It's like, hey, I want to be close to Heavenly Father. I want to be close to understanding why He loves me. I want to be close to understanding why my husband is someone that my Heavenly Father would love for me to be a great best friend to. You know, being honest about why my kids are people that my Heavenly Father would love for me to take the time to build the foundations of our friendship with, right? Our eternal friendship with. And why the people around me in my circle of people that are mine to pay attention to, um, you know, whether it's my sister, my parents, and out from there, like, why is it that Heavenly Father would love for me to take advantage of that opportunity to be a blessing? in as a person in their lives so that's kind of where I'm going with that and I'm just transitioning to another seat because I'm going to be nursing so then I thought to myself okay so from there where am I going now and then I kind of went into a tiny brief explanation of some of the things that tend to use up a lot of my energy. One, because I love it, because it's really fun to innovate and create and to share dreams and ideas and things like that. And two, because it's really natural to me, right? It's natural for me to be very social. It's natural for me to make plans that perpetual this like socialness about me, right? Um, and so I can do those things, no big deal, without even blinking an eye pretty well, right? So yes, that's a wonderful thing that I enjoy doing, you know, whether it's, you know, building the book club thing that I did for women or building, you know, having this girls club thing weekly kind of thing. So the women's book club is once a month, the girls one is weekly. And then, you know, on the side, I also started this like business book study thing this once a month. And then also I'm doing this like once a month um, youth Sunday night testimony meeting discussion group about general conference, right? So I got a lot of little things that I like, you know, keeping people aware of and gathering people and, and just getting everybody on the same topic about things and like... I guess a reason that I feel passionate about it is because some of the most important moments of my life, I felt where I felt like a shift in my soul and my character and those kinds of things have been in very distinctly amazing 
what people would call colloquiums, right? It's not the same as just like a chat or like a regular conversation. They're like high quality discussion groups where there's specific questions that are asked with the background of wanting to stir a person's paradigm or um, stir a person's perspective, stir a person's, make them think deep, right? Like think even deeper, right? Challenging these people to think about, you know, the, the metaphors, the symbolisms, the everything, right? To do with whatever is in the text that they're studying, right? And, and it's typically about classics, right? About things that are eternal, basically, right? And so that's kind of where I'm going with all of these things, right? Like, is like, yes, I love gathering people, and eventually I'd love to get to the point where we feel deeply connected. Um, not not necessarily always in a colloquium style to feel deeply connected, but in that same kind of way, right? Like colloquium is one way to feel deeply connected with others, but there's lots of ways, right? Whether it's just time spent with one another, whether it's like yoga practice, whether it's like, you know, getting to do new experiences with other people that in a positive way, right? Uh, it's just been really nice for me to just take the time to ponder because the last podcast I made I took a lot of time to just kind of sift through my feelings about how it's going with this one group that I lead right with with um the Sunday time the Sunday evening time and there's a part of me that's that's kind of in a space of like wondering if it's something that is worth my time, right? If it is one of the most meaningful things I could be doing with that time. Because quite honestly, it does take up not just the time that I'm there, but it takes up my head and heart space to, you know, prepare myself to to be in that space of thinking, you know, like to, to be in the, the mindset to be able to be open and ready to own everything to do with that experience um and and I'm I'm still in the ponder mode you know like I did share in the last podcast about where I'm going with it right where it's like you know currently where it's at I don't want it to stay there right I want to go in a direction that is towards what you know I explained in the last one basically where it's like hey this is just like a starter you know the last six months have kind of been a starter to just kind of get people familiar with the idea of maybe considering that conference is something to review, like, you know, in between conference to conference, and that maybe it's something that we want to, like, pay attention to, you know, different quotes or different parts that are for us, and that the prophets really do have some great perspectives from Jesus Christ for us to take advantage of the opportunity for us to soak it in, and allow it to become a part of our lives and allow it to get to a point where we can ponder on how we can allow for that to not just stay for us, kind of like talents, right? You know, our talents are not for us, they're for others, is one thing that, you know, a singer, Alex Boyer, once said, right? And so it's the same with these talks, I feel like. These talks are not for us, they're for others. You know, we might have been one of the first people in our circle of friends or whatever that has seen or heard of it, but it doesn't, it's not supposed to stay that way, right? It's not, to, we're not supposed to hoard it. We're supposed to 
have it so we can pass it along, right? Like, and so that's kind of where I want to go with it, right? I want it to become this thing where it's like, hey, conference is this way. So then us as parents, we take it and we run with it in our own personal studies. And then every day we have a check-in time with our kids and we just kind of share, hey, let's have a bit of a conference chat right now to just review any parts or quotes that we we remember from conference and, you know, encouraging that personal study time of conference in these kids' lives so that when we come in and check in with parent conference time, you know, it there can be some kind of lively discussion about it, even at lunchtime or dinner or whatever, about these talks, right? And then, so that can be the, like, the topic of conversation, um, <clears throat> whether at meals or bedtime or morning devotion type of time, um, just around the time that we're getting ready and all of those things. And then once a week, we like, you know, meet with the missionaries as a group of people that have been diligently studying in our daily lives, right? Um, and it's not to say that we were like perfect and we do it every day or whatever, or maybe sometimes we miss it in the week, right? But it's kind of like having a piano, piano teacher, coach kind of person, right? Where it's like, yeah, I might not practice every single day or every hour that I have free time necessarily, but I still want to have this coach, piano coach kind of person every week to help me remember and be like, oh yeah, that is something I want to do. And then for the time that I'm with them, I'm totally engaged in that thing, right? And so that is something I want to do because the sisters or the missionaries have a wonderful way of really explaining the details of like, what are we here to do, right? Basically, they're like, hey, so everybody that already has been baptized, right? Like we can have the opportunity to be what they call frontline members, right? People that are ready to just like, you know, notice that because we have been baptized, because we have the Holy Ghost and this kind of thing, we, it's like a lighting a match. We have light to be able to guide us and show us the way um, to be able to see around us what are some opportunities that will create even more light in a big way, right? Or a small way, right? Um, whereas when people are just living in the dark and they don't have the light on, their choices and opportunities are different, right? They don't have the same level of light to be able to work with. Um, and so I'm just in the process of, of figuring out, you know, how to just open myself to that idea, right? Of, of inviting that kind of culture into my life and um, being even more open to being mindful of inviting others along on that journey. And I'm really excited about it, right? Like, and then once we get to the once a month thing, then that's the time when we're like, you know, because we've already taken time with the sisters every week to be like, hey, what, who are people that come to mind when we think of these quotes or talks or whatever? Who could we pass it along to, right? And so we're taking the time to pass it along to these people within the week, right? And then once we meet once a month, it's like it's a gathering of all the people that we've all been praying about, right? Where we can meet each other's people that we pray about, right? And and ask them to come and 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 just have that be a beautiful opportunity of just strengthening each other, right? Because then there's deep purpose in who we're inviting, you know? The people that come, they're not just coming, hopefully, thinking that it's just like a party, 
right? That, like, they can just do whatever, say whatever, and that it can be a time where they can just totally be irreverent at any moment and just kind of, like, be louder and louder and whatever. But it's actually, like, those people have been prayed about sincerely to want to come. You know, they might... And sometimes people might still be themselves, right? Like, and be kind of loud sometimes because some people are, right? But it's like, like they were invited with a spirit of sincerity. So it's almost like there's this expectation um, that hopefully would be explained clearly with the people that are invited that like, you were invited because I prayed about who to invite to this. And so, you know, I'd hope that they would honor their privilege of getting to come and and sincerely asking themselves, oh, I wonder why this could be a ben- a blessing to me, you know, and how I can take in this experience and, yes, allow it to be a blessing for me, and I wonder, you know, why I'm here so that I can be a blessing to others, right? And so that's kind of like my crazy goal, right? Like my crazy top-notch, love-it kind of goal. And then I also, I think I mentioned in the last one too, that like, yeah, there's like 24 weeks in between each conference, kind of what I figured out. Yeah, because it's six months and there's four weeks in between, right? And so that only covers like not all of the co- the conference talks. There's like about 32 or something like that, right? So it's like, then that means we can't like, even if we just did once a week, we wouldn't cover all of them again, which in some ways I kind of want to. I don't want to miss one of them and be like, oh, that one wasn't important for the next six months, like, when it was, right? So then it's like, well, then I would like to do one conference talk every three days, right? So then by the time we meet with missionaries once a week, we have two talks to kind of, like, talk about. And so, um, yeah, I'd love it. <laughs>